Hello and greetings to everyone out there. It's the Commissioner here. Wanted to inform y'all that we have a great episode in store for y'all today. We're going to talk about the playoffs, talk about our predictions, going to do a little bracket game, doing a little May Madness. I know we typically call it a March Madness, but hey, we're starting playoffs in May, so we're going to call it May Madness. Basically, our predictions, how many games it's going to take as we as the playoffs advance, not we. I have a... See, the Rockets have been in the playoffs so much, I went ahead and flubbed that. I said we, as if the Rockets were in the playoffs. Rockets are not in the playoffs, so we're going to go ahead and predict who we think advances all the way into the championship and and predict basically who we think is going to win the NBA title this year, starting from the first round, second round, the conference final, and all the way into the NBA finals. We go ahead and predict that. By the time we have recorded this, it was Friday morning. So the day of the Memphis Golden State plan. So we actually presented two scenarios at the time because we didn't know we didn't know that John Morant was going to go God mode. We didn't know Dylan Brooks was going to put the clamps on and just do work. So basically eliminating Golden State. So we went ahead and just recorded two scenarios in that sense. And we also talk about Steph Curry and why I personally felt like. The narrative is a little shaky, in my opinion, especially if we go ahead and talk about the past and what what happened with our former MVP, especially back in uh, 2015, 2016. So we talk about that as well. We also put a prediction out for the MVPs this year with the finalists of uh, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, and Steph Curry, and who we think is going to be the MVP of this year. So it's basically going to be a prediction episode, a bracket episode. So go ahead and enjoy it. We hope you all enjoy it and continue to support us as we present to y'all the Baddie episode, episode 31, right here for your wonderful listening ears. So sit back, relax, and enjoy, and thank you once again for meeting us at the summit. At times I feel old like I'm going out of style, so I turn down the music on my FM dial. I beg of you to come and listen for a while and look at this wonderful world through the eyes of a child. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to the Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Step Backs and everything Houston Rockets. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny. And with me is my brother, my tag team partner, the general manager, Justin. I'm sure you weren't expecting general manager, expecting GM, but general manager, which is the acronym to GM. How you doing today? We are going full enunciation over here. You know, we're, we're not talking in acronyms. We are speaking in full words. Full words. So as we continue to talk about the National Basketball Association. Remember what, uh, do you remember what, side note, do you remember what punks stands for in the punks movie? Uh, isn't it the last names of their... It's like the first letter of their last names? Yeah, something along those lines. Um, I don't remember, though, but that was such a good movie. This is this is a petition to Disney Plus to put punks on their network. It's just because they're anti-Jessica Alba. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Yeah, but I am, but I am positive, but I'm all for Brandon Baker. Brandon Baker, the god, a.k.a. Johnny Tsunami. The one and only? <laughs> What's going on, everybody? GM, thanks for coming on a beautiful Friday morning. We are uh, we are on location, currently at my at my work, uh, <laughs> recording this episode. We had to sneak the GM in. Yeah. We're, we had we're, Mission Impossible, this bitch. Yeah, we had to make no noise. Uh, we had to lower me down from the ceiling, low key. It was um, the AJ Styles uh, Royal Rumble entrance where we we had to put a hoodie over you and like, okay, get gotta get, get, get so you can't be seen. Come on, come on, come on. No, no one can know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how are you doing today, man? You good? Oh yeah, I'm good. I had my coffee, got some water, I'm, uh enjoyed last night's game, uh, Wizards uh, Pacers. Uh, that was quite a good game, I would say. Blowout, even though it was like a major city. blowout. I'm just happy for Russell Westbrook. Yeah, for sure. Even though everyone wanted to roast him, but personally, I just want the guy to succeed. I got no hate for the guy. I do too. I mean, he's... We've already said it. We've said it time and time again. I mean, he's basically Allen Iverson 2.0. He's nothing... Uh, chances are he's not going to win a title unless he becomes like the fourth string or like a third string on a on a contender with like a LeBron James or if he reunites with Kevin Durant and James Harden at some point. But other than that, I mean, if you're talking about being the guy, he's not going to win a title, just like how AI never won a title. You'd no. have to agree, right? No, exactly. Um, I think that for Westbrook, he would be like a super sixth man for any team that could use him as like a winning team is what I would say. Um, a team 
in regards to like a lower, lower, lower tier playoff team. Yeah, he can, he can do that and succeed, but you know, it won't be in the same success as team success as Russell Westbrook. He'll put up the numbers, but he won't be able to, um, get the victories yeah. that most stars look to achieve. Well, I have to ask you a question cause this has been bugging me. Uh, let's, let, let's talk about this before we go into the meat and potatoes of the whole episode. Let, let's talk about the narrative right here because because this is what's been kind of bugging me and people on twitter are now kind of putting it at the forefront especially houston rockets fans um let's see if i can describe this properly okay so all right let me lay out the template steph curry right mm-hmm. steph curry is top is top three in the mvp voting right yeah all right if he wins tonight he's gonna be in eighth seed because mm-hmm. we're recording this by the friday by, by the way disclaimer recording this on friday on uh the day of the golden state memphis matchup the eight and nine matchup. So whoever wins this game is going to advance as the eighth seed. So even if they advance, Golden State's going to be an eighth seed, right? Curry's mm-hmm. putting Curry put on amazing numbers. He's the sexy pick. He's the he's uh, outside of LeBron. He is NBA savior. If you put his stats side by side with 2015, 2016 James Harden, it's pretty much identical. Harden's assist numbers are higher. I think I think Harden's overall points is about the same, or maybe like point four, point five below. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he put up godlike numbers that whole year. He wasn't top three in voting. He didn't make any All NBA team. So where's where in the difference does this lie here, GM? Like why why is that? Why is that the case? Is it because of narrative? It's narrative. It's is, is it all narrative? Not all narrative in the sense of um, Steph Curry. And James Harden, they're not, I don't think the media is looking at it in the sense of complete, what's it called? How can I say this? Just more so that Steph Curry has won in this league, not in the same way that James Harden has won. You know what I mean? And because of that, they will give him more of the benefit of the doubt because of the fact that Steph Curry has won NBA championships. He's Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. And he is, yep, yep. as he is still the face of the NBA. So they're going to give him that. I mean, rightfully so. Especially with Clay Thompson out, they're going to give him that. Do I think he wins the MVP? No. I think it's going to be Joker. It should be Joker or Embiid, considering that if they're going to go with a normal narrative, Embiid is the number one seed. But as a Houston, but as a Houstonian myself, I mean, I am personally hurt. I am, I, I am, sh- I am. What I'm going to quote uh, Corey Matthews here from Boy Meets World. I am shocked and appalled, <laughs> both ten ways to Sunday because Harden puts up numbers, even better numbers, in a longer stretch. You know, pe- everyone's going gaga over the thirty points or more. I think he, I think, I think Curry did it for thirteen or fourteen straight games. Yeah, it's cute when Harden did it for like thirty plus. So it's kind of like it's just one of those things, and I get that, and I understand narrative, and and in its success, I get it. Mm-hmm. And Curry plays sexier basketball, I get it, I understand that. But at well, the his, end of the day, his, like, his aesthetics, the yeah, his yeah. game appeals more to the to, masses. Yes, yeah. In that respect, yeah. People will always see numbers as numbers. They yep. will respect it, but the to people, it's all about the eye test. That's okay. what they that's what they look at. And when it comes to Steph Curry, his the eye test on Steph Curry is much far superior to a James Harden in aesthetics. I think the I think I guess the way that because narrative is basically just everyone. The, you're talking about just the average fan, right? Just an average yes, person. Yes, the average fan. An average an average fan would would prefer Curry over Harden. I think the true basketball heads mm-hmm. maybe not Harden over Curry, but know that it's a lot closer. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll say it like this. So anyone that is m- much more or less a casual fan will view Steph Curry as Steph Curry, the three point shooter, the the, mm-hmm. the three point God, the greatest shooter of all time. There's no dispute on that. He's the greatest statement. shooter of all time. Oh, mm, you but, know, mm, you know, but, I don't know. I'm going to hold off on that. But Go no, on. nobody, <laughs> but the people that do know and watch a lot of NBA basketball understand that they have two different styles of play. All completely different. And it's like even though they and might oranges. put up certain numbers, James's numbers are comparable, even better in some respects, but the difference is that he put it up in such volume. Steph, he might have put up 
a lot of attempts, but he doesn't do it in the way that James Harden does. Where James Harden lulls you to sleep, Curry does dribble, dribble, step back. That's it. He's very quick, mm-hmm. and it's decisive. Harden will very lull methodical. you to sleep, yeah. and to people, that's boring. But for them, like the the mo- most fans... I'm mean, sorry, not most fans. The more the fans Cas- that the casuals. focus more on the game will not All put Steph Curry completely superior. Yeah, Their games course, are equal, course. but I will say that they're closer. They're, some people might still believe that Steph Curry is a superior player, and I don't blame them for that. If you're going to go based on success, if you're going to go based on individual success, with the team and the talent that's surrounding you, James Harden deserves more credit. But let's not take it away from Steph. He deserves credit for what he's done this year too. We oh, didn't, for sure. we didn't think he could do it. I'm not taking yeah. I'm not taking anything away from him. Um but at the end of the day, I mean your sidekick is Draymond Green, who is a human triple double who in his own right is a human triple double machine, or he's at least a double double machine. He'll get you a double a double double in assists and uh rebounds. Yeah. It's pretty dang superior compared to, I don't know, your Dwight Howard. Or how about your Ty Lawson in 2016? <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, he, he has an Andrew Wiggins who is and an not Andrew, playing and as an well. Andrew Wiggins who, yeah. if you looked at, if you look at his stat line for the season, he oh. averaged 18 points a game, 48% from the field and 38% from three. That's his highest. Those are all his highest of his entire career. Like he, he's not, yeah, he's not the number one pick, but he's, but if you take the whole number one pick moniker away from him, he's played pretty damn well this season. Yeah, so, you know, overall, he performed very well. That's I mean, the reason why they're the. Eight, that's the reason why they they were at the the level of the playoffs. I think it's a big reason is because Wiggins deserves to be in that conversation to be in that top three for mm-hmm. the Warriors. Yeah, he's that good. I mean, he's finally living up to some some semblance of potential. Not a number one pick, not like game changing, not generational, no, but which is what he was touted he, as. But he's also we have to take into account that he is surrounded by players that have won in this league, as opposed to playing for the Timberwolves, who have been a losing franchise since Kevin Garnett left. So, in that regard, when you have the right people around you, you got a Steph Curry, a Draymond Green, even an injured Clay Thompson, who is around the team to an extent, mm-hmm. and you have a Steve Kerr. Who is your coach? Who has won titles with Michael Jordan? Uh, uh, he's won championships with Duncan, Ginobili, not not Ginobili, but Tim Duncan yep, and yep. Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even Mario Elia was on that team. Hey, shout outs to KOD. Yeah, KOD. Yesterday was the was the anniversary of the kiss of death. Hell yeah! I had to shout out the boy Raheel oh, you on Twitter. The favorite guy on the uh, on the Mount Rushmore. But yeah, so you know, in 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 regards to that whole thing, he has success because of who he's surrounded by. They put him in positions to win and That's to right. succeed. Yeah, and that and the funny thing is that being surrounded by talent is invaluable, but it's being surrounded by the right talent and the right people, like with the right mentality. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's culture. It's, yes. it's culture driven. It's culture. Clay's Clay's injured, but Clay's presence is still there. Mm-hmm. Clay's still there. So yes. the winning mentality is always going to be there. Yes. They, they may not be a championship caliber team anymore, but mm-hmm. the winning mentality is still going to be there. I oh, agree. Yes, absolutely. Let, let's circle. So let's circle back here. Um, I'm going to conclude it real quick just by saying, look, I respect Curry. Don't don't get don't get it twisted. I respect Curry. I just want. As a hardened fan, especially when he was in the city of Houston, and, and, and enduring, yeah, I just put put respect in the name. Yeah, so that's all. That's all Papa wants. Put respect that's, in the name. That's it. Unfortunately, that's, it. that's not how it's going to be. No, but, it's not. But we can fight for it as much as you well, want. You know what? I think they'll appreciate him long after he's gone. And by the Absolutely. way, and by the way, when I said greatest three punch of all time, uh, he is. But I'm telling you, if, if you, you you just if you picked Larry Bird up and you dropped him into this era, I'm telling you right now, Larry Bird. Could Larry Bird could drop thirty plus in your face on on a daily basis. I mean, Garen, Larry, Bird Garen is, Larry Bird is punking dudes back. That's in the what day. I'm saying. Like it's just a product of your time. So obviously, like yeah. real quick before we uh, before we move on, like you know if you're a product of the '80s, Larry mm-hmm. Bird is the greatest shooter of all time. Yep, played in the '90s. Ray okay. Allen, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller is the greatest shooter of all time. Mm-hmm. To early mid 2000s, Ray Allen is the greatest shooter of all time. Yep. 2010s, the era, the our era of basketball. Oh, it's Curry, Steph Curry. Curry, Steph Curry. So you know you're just a product of your. But I mean, you know, like he is, he's a hundred and fifty three point field goals away from being the all time leading three point shooter ever. Uh, I mean, I'm not so, taking I mean, that away. I'm not taking yeah. that away from him. I mean, by but granted, he's coming from goals. a different yeah. um, style of play, yeah, different pace where they shoot more three balls. 
And yeah. he's the reason why the NBA does. I respect, I, I'm going to say bottom line here. I respect him and I know that you do too. Yeah, I, I absolutely respect him. I hated him when we were playing, when he would play against the Rockets. Always. Well, we can appreciate the greatness when, when we're not, absolutely. when we're not on the receiving it's, it's end of it. It's the same way with how we were with Kobe in the late 2000s. Um, whenever we watched Kobe, we hated watching him play oh, against I us because he oh, always I, killed oh, us. But we always appreciated <laughs> his talent and what he brought to the table. Oh, and we so always good. showed respect to him when respect was garnered. That's right. Shout outs to the black. So shout outs to the black mama. Congratulations on going to the 2020, uh, NBA Hall of Fame class. Oh yeah, for sure. As well as, uh, Tim Duncan, Kevin, uh, Kevin Garnett, and of course, Rudy T. Um, let's go ahead and move on here, uh, GM, real quick. We, we named out the top three in the MVP voting, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, and, and Jokic. Uh huh. Who's your pick? Who's winning it? If we're going to go based on the trends, I'm going to say it's Joel Embiid because they're the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. It was a hard-fought battle between Brooklyn and Milwaukee. So I feel like in regards to that, that they deserve, he deserves to be the MVP if we're going completely based on the normal narrative that journalism brings to the table. The Steph Curry thing is a possibility, but I'm going to have faith in the voters that they will say it was not good enough. It should. It, it it really shouldn't be. You could set the precedent with Westbrook, but even then, when Westbrook won it in twenty seventeen, it was solely based on the fact that he averaged a triple double and he got the. I mean, granted, he did get he did get the Thunder to a succeed. Yes, which is with, a little with ridiculous. the departure of Kevin Durant, which is pretty freaking. And when your second best player, well, no, well, your second best player was Stephen Adams. If if your third best player is Andre Roberson. Mr. I don't have a three point shot. You you deserve all credit in the world. There you go. So you're gonna go. So you're gonna go Joel Embiid. I'm gonna I'm gonna go opposite. I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the opposite of Batman. I want to go Joker. Um, I just think impact. I mean, in terms of impacting the game and the way that uh, the way that the Joker plays. I mean, he's a big man, but not really a big man. You know, and it's just the way that he plays. He plays it. He plays the game so smooth. Um. It looks sloppy, but it's it's very smooth in the way that he plays, and the fact that Jamal Murray got hurt mm-hmm. uh, about a, you know halfway towards like the three quarters of the way through the year, and the way that he kind of carried them, and now they're they're a third seed in the daunting Western Conference. Absolutely, I mean, y- y- it's cool that Philly got the number one seed, but granted, mm-hmm. also you think about it, Brooklyn stayed afloat, but mainly a lot of them are mm-hmm. in and out. I think Brooklyn, if they all stayed healthy, they yeah. would have. They would have easily ran away with the first seed. Absolutely. They should, that, I don't think that mattered to them. So no, they, they didn't need that. Denver needed mm-hmm. to be a high seed. They need that. They need that because now you're playing. You're not bubbling anymore. Now you're going back to home court. Yeah. Where you want to play home court, where you can have fans in the arena. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few, not a lot, but nonetheless, I think Joker deserves it overall just because of his impact on the team. Mm-hmm. And I think that Denver does not get to where they want to go without they're not the third seed without Jokic. Well, let me let me um, make a quick comment here based on the observations. Because the funny thing is it's 2021 and it's crazy. The big man is big man is, is, back. is, big man is big king man is for the MVP. And who were the two guys that we mentioned when we we had Coach on two episodes ago about who like who com- is comparable to Hakeem, to- even though he said nobody. There's only two games that are comparable, and they are both on the MVP ballot this year. That's so funny to me, and it blows my mind. Because in 2021, bigs are not supposed to be a thing. But They were supposed to be we'll of, a bega- of a bygotten era. Yeah, it, <laughs> but now we're seeing the impact that a big man is making on these winning teams. And... They're garnering the respect, and I'm very happy for them. And I feel like that they were losing a little love, especially for Embiid, who mm. was always so expressive, and his personality was not something that appealed to a lot of people. Well, I mean, it seems like he's matured. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he he took the next step. I mean, now, for God's sakes, though, like think about it, though they took mm-hmm. even to expand further on that. They took in the All Star ballot. They took away the center. Yeah. Remember, it's backcourt, frontcourt now. Yep. It's not, you know, so technically, no center could mm-hmm. make if they weren't talented or they yeah. put up the numbers. No center could have made it. So I think that's just that just goes to show that you know, 
that the big man is back, baby. Shout outs to William. Shout outs to Chris Blingett. Yeah. Shout outs to Frankie. Shout outs to Michael. The you sexy know? game. <laughs> the sexy game. Big man's back, baby. We can shoot threes. They can shoot threes too. <laughs> so, uh, great point. Great point. I know for a fact that the big man is making a comeback, especially with uh, Evan Mobley waiting on the wings, ready to join the NBA. I mean, I'm telling you right now, if you're a big man, you got to, if you want to make it in this league and Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic are kind of setting that blueprint, you got to be skilled. You got to be able to hit a three point shot. You got to be able to move that ball around. You got to be able to pass, have great passing ability. All, and it's funny to even expand upon what you said, because that was what Hakeem's game was when yeah. it was not seen before. Yeah. To be a point center, quote unquote. When you, you pass it to Hakeem the post, he was basically a point center. Yep. So, you know, even, so I think that's just crazy. That's great. That's great stuff. So anything to add on before we move on here? No, um, I just, I think it's pretty cool it's pretty that badass. the bigs are admit. getting some love for yeah. the MVP. And it's like, like you said earlier, it was the time of a bygone era, but in the NBA, everything is cyclical there. Maybe this is a, a shift, a little shift, not seismic, but a small shift towards the big men becoming more important and today's nba so we'll see how it goes to put respect back in the center's name agreed agreed you should absolutely put respect in the center's name who started it all but akim olajuwon as a passing shooting post-up big who could pretty much do it all so it's definitely going to be the return of the big man here in the that and the incoming future but before we continue and to talk about the future let's talk about what's going on right now let's talk about what is going on today you guys need to be checking out my best friend's brand day off which is a representation of culture representation of culture changing look let me tell you all something right now anime Let's talk about anime just for two seconds here. Anime is not closeted. Let's be real here. A lot of people are watching anime. You know, the resurgence of My Hero Academia. You're talking about the main stuff. One Piece. uh, Naruto's been here for years. Dragon Ball Z, which is for the OGs back in the 90s. Uh, Those are all main stuff. But like Demon Slayer. All the other stuff that has just been killing the game lately. And I'm telling y'all right now. You guys want to be at the forefront of this culture-changing style. Then you need to check out day off which is a the perfect representation of the brand that you should be wearing especially if you are digging anime especially old school anime so once again i'm going to tell y'all right now to check off my check out my best friend's brand day off are you tired of the same old anime tees are you tired of the same old mallcore look the galleria mallcore look don't you want to see some older classic animes getting love Well, be sure to check out the brand Day Off for your retro anime goods from animes like Macross and Neon Genesis Evangelion to Cowboy Bebop, My Hero Academia, and my personal favorite Shokugeki no Soma aka Food Wars. Day Off is your source for anime-induced graphic mayhem. You can use the code right now, Day Off Summit, for a 10% off discount at Day Off Shop. That is D-A-Y-O-F-F.shop. And I'm telling y'all once again, Day Off is the brand, the go-to for anime-induced graphic mayhem, just like in my ad. And check this out. They're going to be vending. Chris is going to be vending at his first con in over a year since the pandemic started. He's going to be at IkiCon in Austin, Austin, Texas, this weekend, May 28th through the 30th. It's going to be in Austin. But hey, if you listen to us and you're in Austin or you're visiting Austin, be sure to check them out. It's on his Instagram with uh, the name with the booth E2. It will be there. He will be there selling his kick-ass merchandise. Anything and everything that is graphic, anything and everything that is anime related. He will be there. He will be selling in person. So be sure to check him out. Once again, check out my best friend's brand, Day Off. That is D-A-Y-O-F-F dot shop. And as we continue on here with the Battier episode number 31, I think I think I pretty much say that like in a few seconds as we continue the recording. <laughs> we'll continue with the Betty episode. Let's go into the meat and potatoes of the episode as we predict and we bracket out these uh, games here. They're going to be presented in the playoffs and see if the GM and the, or the commissioner get their stuff right. We're going to predict. We're going to dive. We're going to see who advances and moves on in the playoffs here at the Summit State of Mind. 
Okay, moving on, moving on now. Let's go ahead and talk about why we are here for episode 31, the Battier episode. And it's really awesome that we're talking about the Battier episode because Battier is, Battier is, a, Battier is what's that word? He is uh, comparable to being a legit playoff performer. And with that said, let's talk about the NBA playoffs. GM, it is time. And for the first time since 2012, our Houston Rockets are not in the playoffs. Back at the time when Kyle Lowry, Goran Dragic, Kevin Martin, Luis Scola. Yeah, that was were our squad. Our, we was were, the squad we with were Chase Buttinger, Courtney Lee. We were one game away from being the eighth seed. And we, we, we went on like a five or six game losing streak to take us out, from what I recall. Crazy. It's been nine years. And and for the first time ever, we can kind of just, you know, we've said this in a lot of the prior episodes, but we can just kind of sit back and relax. And so let's let's do that, GM. Let's go ahead and play a game right here. We're going to call it, I'm going to call it May Madness, because that's basically what it is here. Mm-hmm. We're going to bracket out, we're going to bracket out the rounds here uh, from first round to second round to the conference final and all, all the way into the NBA finals and who overall is going to win the championship. Now, granted, I want to set the precedent right now by letting everyone that is listening know that we are recording here on a Friday morning before the Golden State Memphis game. So at any point, any, you know, it can change. So we will give, me and the GM are going to give you two scenarios. What if uh, Golden State makes the eighth seed and if Memphis makes the eighth seed mm-hmm. and who we think is going to advance and how, how much further it's going to, you know, change everything. So. My personal belief, I believe Golden State wins the play-in mm-hmm. uh, play-in game. Who do you think? I'm gonna go Golden State as well. Um, I think that you don't question that. No, that, I, that, I think that in a one game, play the off. LA game was really close, and you got a lucky shot from LeBron. I'm not saying that LeBron was lucky to make that shot, but at that point in time, at that juncture of the game, that's it was just it was a crazy shot, like Lillard on Paul George. So. I thought that was a little ridiculous. And the ironic thing was on Steph Curry who takes shots like that. So it was just so funny to me. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyways, in regards to what I believe, I do believe that the Warriors will win. But we can always go based on what we – that's just what we say. Yeah. But we'll have to give two scenarios just in case we got to cover our own butts, you know. That's true. That's true. Because we can't go the whole episode saying that Golden State wins and if Memphis wins. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be t- – that would be horrible. They'd be like, oh, they'd they'd laugh they'd laugh at us, they'd laugh at us, and I'd have to stop making episodes. We'd have to stop making episodes, and that's not a good thing. So, GM, you ready to play some bracket, some made madness up in here? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Okay, so the way we're gonna do it by we're gonna do it by round. Um, let's go ahead and start with the Golden State scenario. Let's say Golden State wins the play in, and let me just read it out here. We're gonna go by rounds, and uh, we're gonna be bouncing back and forth. Uh, maybe I'll go first or the GM will go first and then we'll just do it by round. We'll start with the Western Conference here. So like I said, it's going to be the Golden State scenario right here. So in the first round we have, in the first round we have Utah as the first seed and Golden State as the eighth seed. And then moving on we have the four, uh, Clippers as the fourth seed and the Mavs as the fifth seed. And then in the next time we have Denver's the third seed and Portland as the sixth seed. Then we have Suns as the second, Lakers as the seventh. So let's go ahead and talk about that right here, GM. Uh, f- go ahead and uh, want to lay out your bracket out. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? I can go first. Um, okay, if, go ahead and go all the first round. Let's go okay. first round. First round in the West, uh, mm-hmm. starting from. Uh, go ahead and start with a uh, Utah Golden State. Okay, so this is what I'm going to say. Honestly, I'm going to I'm going to cover myself right here. If Memphis wins the eighth seed. I'm going to say that Utah wins in five. Quick, easy, dispatch. John Rant has one great game to put them over the top, but Utah, mm-hmm. Utah dispatches them in five. Now, Utah versus Golden State, that's another story. I can see it going six or seven, a few close games here and there. Seth Curry probably missing a shot at the buzzer that could have won them a game. I'm going to say Utah in seven to give respect to Golden State. Because okay. of the fact they're still Golden State. Of course. Of course. Um, I don't, it's not to disrespect Utah. Well, actually, let's just be real here. I don't like Utah, but they're the number one seed. So I will give that to them. Mm. I don't believe in them, <laughs> yeah. but I will give that to them. Go on. Okay. So the four or five matchup Clippers, give that, give Mavericks. It Sock it to me. What you got? Clippers in seven. Clippers and seven. I don't want it to be that way. I want to go Mavericks and Mavericks and six, but this is not the matchup that Dallas wants. 
No, that's actually this the one matchup it. that they didn't want. This is not the matchup they want. <laughs> nope. They want. They probably would have preferred to be six, play against Denver. Yep. Probably had a better chance against them. Porzingis versus uh, Jokic. But now it's just, this matchup is just not good for them. I don't believe. They don't have the defenders that are capable. They may have a Tim Hardaway Jr. They got Luka. But at the end of the day, I just don't think that the Clippers are, you know, they're just, I think the Clippers are just a superior team. No worries, no worries. And then uh, next we got uh, Denver and Portland, third versus six seed. What you got? So for Denver, Portland, I'm going to go Denver sweeps Portland. <laughs> what? <laughs> In the words of the big, the great, of the Mr. Fundamental. I'm, oh, just, oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's just because I have that, I, to, I, I told know. you we I have this inherent Lillard. dislike for yep. Lillard. But I fair think, enough, I think Portland, I, th- I think Denver wins in six. Okay. Even though Portland did eliminate them a couple years ago, you know, in seven games, they won in Denver to get to the conference finals. They did. That was 2019. That was. But this is a different Denver team. Yeah. There's no Jamal Murray, but Joker's on another level. They still got a Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. is developing into a monster. And I will always say this. I am really low-key upset that they didn't trade Harden before MPJ decided to blossom because I really, really wanted yeah. him because now he's blossoming and now you're not going to get him for anything. But um, they also have Aaron Gordon. Yes, they have an Aaron Gordon. So that I do, like, that squad. team is extremely talented. Gary Harris. They're missing a Jamal Murray, but oh, at the end sure. of the day, they still have the talent to overcome that. Yeah. Now on the, now on to the, oh, this, the two we seven Here we go. matchup of Here Phoenix Lakers. This is just going to kill me. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that LeBron James and the Lakers break Phoenix's heart in Phoenix in seven. Oh, this is your own bracket. And it oh. sucks because I don't want to go for the Lakers, but they're the defending NBA champions. And it's LeBron James. You don't disrespect LeBron by having him be eliminated in the first round. No, it just doesn't yeah. work. It just doesn't happen. Man. It doesn't happen. Chris Paul is in a nightmare scenario. He really Devin Booker is, is going to have to really step up. DeAndre Ayton's going to have to step up defensively. Uh, I just don't see it, though. I, 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 mean, you're I, right, just, though. I don't know how this is going to be, but I'm very excited to see this matchup. But I'm going to say Lakers in seven. Okay, okay. So that concludes your, your fir- that concludes your first round bracket. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so it's on to me. Let's do the Golden State scenario for myself. Actually, no, no, no. Let's go do the Memphis scenario. So let's say Memphis advances. Uh, Utah versus Memphis. I promised myself I was never going to let Utah advance because I just, you know, if you read Vernon's uh, Twitter or if you go read, read Vernon Maxwell's, you can check his receipts because that's a thing apparently. Um, you can see that he obviously hates Utah and he has plenty of jokes and my hate runs the same and I know the GM agrees. But uh, for myself, uh, Utah's probably going to dispatch them in five. I think John Morant will get like a 40 piece at some point and he'll, they'll get a win in Memphis. But Utah will dispatch him easily. Um, in five, if the Golden State wins the play-in, Ugh. I got Golden State in six. Oh man, that so that's, is how that's, much I don't believe in Utah. That's, that's honestly that's that an is, admirable pick. It is a very admirable pick. But when you have Curry and all the you saw all the way the rookies were shooting, all the way the young players and the rookies were shooting the ball yeah. in L.A. That's the type of confidence you need going into a playoff. And just imagine you put it all together, get the role players to step up, along with the leadership of Curry, Draymond, Clay back on the bench to cheer on the team, um, Andrew Wiggins blossoming, you, uh, Kevon Looney holding it down on the boards and just playing, you know, the, the picks that he's setting, the rebounds he's setting, the defense that they set, Draymond backing up, uh, being the quarterback of the defense, stopping the pick and roll, uh, guarding, switching on Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. I just, I see an upset. I see a la 0607. I see an upset. I see Golden State, like the way Golden State dispatched Dallas in six. I think you might see the exact same scenario here. I think it's actually, I think this might be one of Utah's most nightmare matchups. I mean, it was either going to be Golden State or LA, but I mean, either it was going to be LA or Golden State. I think they're fucked. I think this, this is a bad season for teams to be the. That's top what I'm saying, but that's West. what I'm. That that was what I was saying. So, you know, I, you know, people can hate whatever. I mean, Golden State in six. So that's my that's my prediction. I got uh, Clippers Mavs as the next matchup in the four or five. I got Clippers in six. I just, mm. 
Kawhi, Paul George, two lockdown defenders. I mean, Pandemic P can be Pandemic P offensively, but defensively, he'll be there. So <laughs> <laughs> He's still there. You'll get some Luka Magic. They'll win two games, but that's that's as far as it goes for that. Um, moving on to the three and six matchup, I got Denver and Portland. I got, I think you and me matched up here. I got, oh, no, 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 wait. No, you, we didn't have, wait, no, maybe we did. Denver and seven. Yeah, Denver and seven, right? I, I think I said yeah, Denver and six. Okay, well, I'm going to go Denver. I went Denver and seven. They win it in Denver. Lillard's going to hit a game winner here and there. There's probably going to be big time shots going both directions, but I just think it's going to be a grind out series for sure. Yeah. So Jokic is going to show why he's MVP. He's going to carry that team in game seven. He's probably going to have, a, he's probably going to get a triple double and they'll advance to the second round. All right. Last but not least, he's a, okay. Chris Paul versus LeBron James. Oh my God. Okay. So this is the first time that they've ever faced off in a playoff series. Um, when I initially wrote this, I had Lakers winning in seven, just like you said. This is my personal bracket. I've said this time and time again. You do until you can knock off the king. Until the king is proven, he can be knocked out. You he consistently makes the NBA Finals every single year, and I've said said this time and time again. It doesn't matter. He can be first, second. He can be seventh or the eighth seed. He has proven time and time again that he is the man. He is the best player in the NBA. It is his league outside of goal. I, I, I truly believe if Golden State didn't come together with Durant, LeBron yeah. would have won. He might be tied with Jordan at this point. Yeah. So with that said, I love Chris Paul. I do. And I think you agree. This is my personal bracket. Mm-hmm. So this is my belief. Not I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna think with my head, I'm gonna think with my heart here. So I'm gonna pick Phoenix in seven. Winning in Phoenix. That's admirable pick, man. LeBron finally, finally shows his age. Finally. Because I've been waiting for the past three years for him to show his age. I am hoping that the legs are dead playing that extra game in the play-in. Because essentially, he'd be playing eight games. True, true. In a first round. Yeah. So, the ledger might not be there. Anthony Davis isn't healthy, so... I go Phoenix. I go Phoenix in seven. <laughs> that's that's an admirable. Okay, pick. so let's go. Uh, let's go second. So let's move on here. Let's go to the second round mm-hmm. in the West. So we got. Uh, so in the. Go, well, go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead well, and leave so, it to you. So Let's for me, it will be Utah Clippers, and yep. then it'll be Denver Lakers. Yeah, this is where I'm going to go. Be- and I want to hear completely this completely real. U- Utah loses. <laughs> I'm picking no the Clips. Way. I'm picking the Clippers. Wow. That's my line. <laughs> I'm going Clippers in six. I feel like Pandemic P finally comes out of the shell. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's wishful thinking. But I do think that it's gonna be it's 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 gonna be Clippers in six over Utah. Because they're Utah and I think they're fake. Don't believe in them. Um, they don't have the studs Second round to compete. First round wonders. The Clippers have Kawhi Leonard unless they somehow miraculously choke again like they did with Denver last year. It is possible, but it is possible. I just don't see Kawhi doing that two years ago. I don't see it. Yeah. And that's that. It's okay. gonna be Clippers and six. Okay. And this and then for the next round it's gonna be Lakers and six. We're having all in all LA conference wow. finals. To Ballsy. me. Yeah. And Lakers dispatch Denver pretty quickly. I would say that they they win in six. Okay. That's my opinion. All right. So no matter who. Okay. So in mine, I agree. If it's uh, the Memphis scenario, I have uh, Clippers dispatching Utah in seven. I just think that Utah is probably going to put up a big enough fight. They'll have too much pride. And you know them damn Mormons. You know, they're, they're not going to give up. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. But uh, Clippers in seven, uh, they don't let it happen again. Pandemic P turns into Prosperous P, and uh, he <laughs> plays very well. Jesus. Uh, Beverly at some point is going to play really... Beverly at some point is going to play really well for like three games and then get hurt for the next three. So Clippers in seven. Uh, if it's Golden State Clippers, Clippers in seven. Same thing. I just yeah. think anytime you put Clip- Golden State in a scenario... They're just so damn good. They're just, they're just, they, they're just, they're just winners. <laughs> yeah, as I mean, long would, as it, Curry and it, Draymond it are there, be, it would be crazy if Golden State does win this plan and oh, they eliminate nuts. those top seeds oh, I would, I to would. get back to LA. Golden State and Western Conference Finals would be insane. 
Yeah, it would be I insane. agree. I agree. If uh, so, move. Uh, so my next thing, I have Denver and Phoenix because I picked Phoenix. Phoenix dispatches Denver in six, which leads me to a Suns Clippers conference final. Which, if you were, to, if I were to tell you this like ten years ago, you'd be like, "The fuck, Suns and Clippers? That's a that's a ratings buster." Like you know, <laughs> you know, like uh, so yeah. So I ha- so that will be ultimately my Western Finals. <laughs> and what an exciting Western Conference final that will be. I mean, granted, look, for the true basketball heads, absolutely. A Clippers-Phoenix final would be fantastic. But, I mean, let's be real here on a ratings perspective. Maybe not. But I don't give a crap about ratings. I give a crap about great, great basketball. So that's why I went with that pick. And I went ahead and, you know, I banked on that pick. So hopefully it stays that way. But moving, but before we move on here, let's talk about something that is definitely necessary. Something that is needed, especially when you feel like you have a little bit of scruff on your beard, a little bit of scruff in your hair, and you feel like you need a haircut. Let me tell you something right now. I just got a haircut from Mike. Uh, from my kick-ass barber, Carlos, who is also the owner of the Argyle League Barbershop, the best in H-Town. Hey, you. Have you ever wanted to look like a gentleman in a place where you can get a haircut and a shot of whiskey, all while being taken care of by top-shelf professional barbers? That's right. This right here is the Argyle League, where me and the, G- and the GM have been receiving our haircuts since 2016. What makes Argyle the coolest barbershop in the world? They were voted coolest barbershop in the world. They have been featured in GQ magazine. They were the exclusive barbershop for the NCAA Final Four in 2016. And that is just a few of their freaking kick-ass accolades. So if you're tired of your hair and you want to look like a gentleman, I highly recommend going to the Argyle League and getting a fresh cut from one of their kick-ass barbers. They are currently located at 709 West Alabama Street in Houston, Texas. You can visit their website now, the ArgyleLeague.com to book an appointment. I'll say it again, theargyleague.com to book an appointment. You can also give him a call. You got Alex at the front desk. Uh, he's the manager. Really great person. Really awesome guy. Definitely a go-to in terms of us when it comes to scheduling my my fresh haircuts for myself and for the GM. I'm saying it once again. If you guys haven't, you guys need to check them out. Where else can you get? Where else can you get a haircut and a shot of whiskey and a beer? Like, come on. That's pretty freaking fantastic. I just got my haircut last week. Me and the GM got our haircut last week. Gotta stay fresh. Gotta stay up to date. Because when the hair gets scruffy, we know where to go to. We go to the best barbershop in the entire city of H-Town, and that is the Argyle League. And with that said, stay sharp, gentlemen, and meet us at the summit. As we continue on here for a great episode, we're going to talk about the conference finals now. It is now officially conference final talk. Talk about who is going to continue on, who's going to uh, advance to the NBA finals, and of course, the pinnacle, be-all, end-all, who's going to win the NBA championship this year. Let's continue to dive, let's continue to predict, and join us here at the Summit State of Mind. So, GM, let's let's move on here. Let's talk about your Western final. Uh, you got Clippers versus the Lakers. Uh, it's the bat. It's the Battle of Los Angeles. Give me your predictions. Who makes it to the conference finals? Does does King James continue that legacy of just consistent finals appearances? Yes, Lakers in seven. Wow. Um, I do think that the Lakers they they will just be com- they deserve the respect the clippers do not they can get to the conference finals which is totally fine that'd be the first ever in their existence but once they're there it's a whole other story paul george has never succeeded against a lebron yep Kawhi has but Kawhi's not enough those guys are gonna have to perform but i just don't see it lebron and ad have been there they know what to do yeah. Alex Caruso, my favorite role player, knows what to do. Alex Caruso, the god, yes, yeah. yes, yes. The I man mean, does work. The team has been playing better, let's just be real. I mean, I'm I mean, not they, a fan of the Schroeder edition, but he's performing. Kuzma is playing better. He's starting to turn that corner. But overall, I just don't see, I just don't see the Clippers overtaking the Lakers. And I, you know, and if you think about it too, they won the after the Lakers won that play-in game, they're riding on actually on a 6-game win streak. So they they're hot going into the they're hot going into the playoffs here. Yeah. So you can believe that they're gonna ride. They could ride that all the way to the finals in your scenario, but not in my scenario because they don't make it past the first round. <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but I don't care. This I is my bracket. You for this picking. Is, this I'm is my this is my bracket, and I stick by it. So I have uh, Clippers and Suns. Suns once again have a grind out battle with the Clippers. 
Suns in seven. I have this. I have the Suns making the finals. Chris Paul finally stays healthy in a seven-game series in a Western Conference final. If you if the GM sees me right now, I'm literally leaning into my pop filter, and I'm just I'm livid with myself that I picked this. <laughs> but Chris Paul stays healthy, and overall, he makes the finals finally. So I have the Suns in so I have the Suns in seven, and uh, the GM has the Lakers making the finals here. So let's go ahead and let's just so GM let's go to the other side of the of the bracket now. Let's talk about the East, mm-hmm. the Eastern Conference. They're set. Wizards won last night. Shoutouts to Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal with the ultimate picture picture of the year. Uh, did you see that picture where he screams and he has his hands in the air? Russell Westbrook? Yeah. Have you seen it? And then, yeah. uh, did you see the one meme where it goes, M- uh, mom says, pizza rolls are done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's happy. There's pizza rolls. You know, so let's go ahead and talk about the Eastern Conference first round. Let me lay it out for you. Uh, I got the first seed Sixers against the eighth seed Wizards. Uh, as a matchup, you got the fourth seed Hawks versus the fifth seed Knicks. I'm really looking forward to that one. I have the third seed Bucks versus the sixth seed Heat. The second seed Brooklyn Nets versus the seventh seed Celtics. So, uh, GM, I'm going to mm-hmm. hand the keys off to you. Mm-hmm. Give me your matchups. I mean, give me your predictions and who you think is going to advance. Sixers will sweep the Wizards 4-0. It'll be easy. Easy for them. Um, respect to Westbrook and Bradley Beal for getting in. But the Sixers are just too much, too talented. They got a lot. It's just not going to happen for them. They're good man, they're a good team. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna hate on them. They're, they're a good now, squad. Now the second round, Atlanta, New York. I want to hear this. The Knicks are back, baby. Yeah, we yeah. going New York in six. Let's do it. You know, <laughs> we're gonna go with that because I just I I think that New York overall is a superior team. Atlanta's good. Let's not get it twisted. Trey Young, Clint Capella. John Collins, they got, they got it all. Pieces. They got pieces. They got but pieces, yep. at the end of the day, I'm going Knicks. Julius Randle has completely turned the corner and turned into a stud. And that's completely unexpected. He should have been in the MVP uh-huh. conversation at the very least. Maybe not top three, but he no, should have if been they, in the if conversation. They got, if, if, he, if they had somehow surpassed the Bucks or the Nets, I think he would have been vaulted into that conversation. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so for the next round, it's going to be Milwaukee, Miami, Milwaukee. Milwaukee will win in six. Um, poor Jimmy Butler, but like you said before, they were a product of the bubble, and it or it has shown mm. with their mm-hmm. performances mm-hmm. outside of it. And mm-hmm. without that's, that, like that's what I said, Butler made a finals, but I don't see him making another NBA finals. Yeah, uh, at least on the Miami Heat, at the very least. <laughs> yeah. All right. And so, so I'm going to say Milwaukee in six. Okay. The next round, Brooklyn, Boston. Boston, sorry, it's going to be Brooklyn in five. The talent is too much. Boston has no Jalen Brown. It's all it's the Jason Tatum show, and unfortunately for him, it's just not, I don't think it's enough. It's going to be too easy. Yes, I think Brooklyn wins in five. Jalen Brown, I mean, sorry, not Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum might have a game where he puts them over the top for one game, but it's just too much overcome with the talent that Brooklyn has with a Durant. Obviously, Kyrie, James Harden, Blake Griffin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Joe Harris, DeAndre Jordan. The list goes on on that team. So it's going to be Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. I have to I have to agree. So time for mine, for my first round bracket. I have uh, the Sixers-Wizards matchup. I'm, I don't go sweep. Sixers, and, Sixers beat Wizards in five. Westbrook and Beal's probably going to go off for like a, a game. They're going to get a game probably in Washington. But overall, Sixers, like you said, too overbearing, too talented. Sixers in five. All right. Hawks and Knicks. I am with you. <laughs> just just like uh, just like the Linsanity era, <laughs> the Knicks <Jeez>. are back. <laughs> the Knicks are back. Knicks are back. Baby. I'm a huge fan of Julius Randle. Shout outs to Ryan Garcia. Um, not the boxer, the friend uh, that we hoop with. They're... They're a good team. Like, they got pieces. They got R.J. Barrett. You got Mitchell Robinson. And Julius Randle is a stud. Like, he's finally being all he can be. I mean, they, his, I mean, for God's sakes, when he got drafted, his NBA comparison. Now, granted, this might have been a, this might have been what, what caused a slip here and there was they compared him to Kevin Garnett. Yeah. 
And that is you know, a lefty, a lefty Kevin Garnett. But that's a lot to live up to, especially now you're coming up. And then you got, you know, he got he played with the Lakers in that era, and and that was a tough era to play in because Kobe was old already, and they didn't build pieces, and the championship mentality kind of went out the window when Phil Jackson left. But bottom line, Knicks are back, baby, and they're gonna make it to the second round on my books. Okay, I got Bucks versus Heat. I let me tell you something, GM. Yeah, I hate. Giannis Antetokounmpo so much that I have that I've believed I told you and you said this I believe that the heat were a product of the bubble I hate Giannis more than I hate the bubble heat wow. I have I have heat in seven yeah, I have that's, heat that's, in that's, seven that's, that's, that's an so much admirable I choice Kenny. that's so much I don't believe in uh, Giannis that punk ass and then Last but not least, I have uh, Brooklyn Celtics. Brooklyn dispatches. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Brooklyn in five. Too easy, too sweet, too much, uh, too sweet, too cold to hold. It's definitely too much. Yeah. Brooklyn, they're a monster team. Joe Harris is probably going to go off for like 25 at some point. They're going to kill it, and they're going to advance. So, GM, let's go ahead and move on here to the Eastern Conference second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're pretty much locked in with our stuff minus uh, uh, Sands the Heat. But we have uh, Sixers and Knicks. Who do you go with on this one? If I go between Sixers and Knicks, it's going to be Sixers. Sixers in six. Okay. Over the Knicks. Okay. Um, for the next round, it's going to be Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Brooklyn wins in six. Giannis keeps it close for them, but Brooklyn's talent is just superior. They're just a better team. I hate to say it. Defense will show. Um, Giannis will probably have a game-saving block on a Kyrie driving to the bucket or a James. But what I think is that Brooklyn just has too much talent. The offense will flourish despite Milwaukee's stout defense. Mm-hmm. But I think Brooklyn will win. Okay, okay. I, I agree. Okay, so... All right, well, I agree. Uh, I will, I'll, get, I'll lay out my bracket for the second round. So let me just... I'll tell you right now. I got six, Sixers versus Knicks. Yeah, remember when I remember when I told you that? The, well, you said it first, but then I said it after. You know, my, when we said the Knicks were back, the Knicks are still back. I got the Knicks in seven. Oh my god! This is my personal bracket. These are all my hopes and dreams going into the May Madness bracket. <laughs> I am just I am, New York Knicks I am in seven. Shocked. Is there any viable reason as to why the Knicks should? Make it to the conference final? Absolutely not. Just like Raheel said in, a, in the prior episode, is there a reason why Mario Ellie should be on the Mount Rushmore? Absolutely no Mount, Mount Rushmore for the Rockets. Should he technically be on it? But this is all my hopes and dreams. Knicks, I want the Knicks to be back. The NBA is better when the Knicks are relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need the Knicks. The Knicks, I want my matchup. I want... I want my Bedstop Brooklyn versus New York matchup. I, I really want it badly. So I got Knicks in seven, and then I got... Knicks, and then, well, I got Brooklyn versus the Heat. So if it's Brooklyn versus the Heat, Brooklyn dispatches them in five. Easy peasy. Um, Jimmy Butler goes off for a game, and that might be it. But that is easy uh, pickings for Brooklyn, which will ultimately lead to an Eastern Conference final. GM, you have the Sixers versus Brooklyn, with Sixers having home court advantage. Mm -hmm. Who advances here? Brooklyn. Brooklyn How many games? is going to reach the NBA Finals in six games. Man, my heart. Kill me. Excuse me. Oh, kill me. Okay. You have nothing else to say? <laughs> nope. I, 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 I don't... Sticking, I don't, sticking with it, huh? Yeah. Um, I do think that Joel Embiid is the MVP, but it's 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 Brooklyn, baby. Yeah. Give me Brooklyn. I want, I want a Brooklyn Lakers NBA Finals. Give it to me. Good stuff, good stuff. I, you know, I'm telling you something right now. It's the, it's the battle. It's the battle. It's my Eastern Conference Finals matchup. It's the battle in New York. And could you imagine at some, in some crazy scenario where it's the battle of Los Angeles on one side, then the battle of New York on the other side? My God, the rate, that's a ratings bonanza right there. Absolutely. My God. If, if your bracket uh, gets it, then I would be. That would be amazing. That would be insane. Well, no, no, that, that, that's not my bracket though. Because remember, I don't, I don't have, I don't have Clippers. I mean, I don't have Lakers. Oh, true, so true. That'd be the combination of both our brackets. Yeah. Um. So remember when I said the Knicks were back? It's Knicks versus Brooklyn in this matchup. This is where the Knicks aren't back anymore. <laughs> where the Knicks <laughs> take that back seat. Brooklyn dispatches them in five. 
too easy. Julius Randle definitely gets stopped. Uh, too much talent. James Harden, Kyrie Irving, uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah. It's too much. It's just way too much. So I got Brooklyn in five. Here we go. All right, GM. You basically have the NBA Finals that maybe if the Lakers were not the seventh seed, most people would predict. And I, I'm thinking mm. most people are still going to predict this. You got the NBA Finals pretty much that most people are predicting, which is going to be Brooklyn versus the Lakers. Now, mm. choose your next words carefully. <laughs> Who wins this NBA Finals in your bracket? I want to go with the team that I feel like that should win that most people will probably just pick or maybe it's the sexy pick, but I don't care. I'm going with Brooklyn, baby. James Harden gets his first NBA championship. A lot of Houston fans will not like that. They don't want to hear that, but I'm all for it. Give James Harden his championship. Let's validate his legacy Unfortunately, couldn't do it here, but I'm happy that he gets to do it with his friends, Katie and Kyrie. And I think yeah. they win in six. And it happens in Brooklyn. Wow. That would be... Pick, would it be in seven? Uh Oh, yeah. It has yeah, to be in yeah, seven. Yeah, it would be in be seven. The, yeah, if you win at home, it's not going to be in seven or in five. I forgot, I forgot that the Lakers were the seventh seed. See, I, this is how much I forget because yeah. the Lakers were so good. Yeah, They yeah, should yeah. not be a seven. They shouldn't be. They should have been the first, but... but yeah. They well, don't care where they are. So Brooklyn in seven. Okay. At home. Wow. Oh, man, my heart. Okay. Uh, You know, this is... So let me just, as I go into my finals here, let me just lay out the scenario for y'all real quick. Because I wrote out everything as I was... I wrote out everything before I, uh, we recorded. I wrote the games. I wrote the... Uh, you know, I was like, okay, Heat in seven, Brooklyn in five, da-da-da. This is the only thing I had a question mark on. Because <laughs> I got Brooklyn and Phoenix. I got Chris Paul versus James Harden in an NBA Finals. God, just kill me. I don't know why I put myself through this. I don't know why I put my heart through this. Like, this is... I really re- don't know. It's the battle of the second seeds. I think... Who has the higher record, actually? Um... Oh man, I have to double check. Hang on. I would say probably who would Phoenix. Have the home court. The home court would. Who would have the home court? Because they're both second seeds. I would say Phoenix, I think. But okay, I, let me I'm let me wrong. let me let me check real quick before before we go home. Let me look. Okay, I got Brooklyn at forty eight. Yep, you're right. Phoenix would be the uh, Phoenix would be the home court. I love Chris Paul. I do. He's the best point guard. On the plane, he was—he's the best point guard of our generation. He got us to sixty-five wins, got us to the NBA. He got us so close to the NBA Finals. He's cemented his legacy in the city of Houston and all around the NBA. I love James Harden for the success that he has garnered. He is our MVP forever. He is our generation's MVP for the entire city of Houston. Mm -hmm. We were brought back because of him. With that said, Brooklyn will win the NBA Finals. Brooklyn will win in six because it's against Phoenix, and I just think that they're too young. Paul's too old. I just don't see it happening. Uh, I want to see Paul in an NBA Finals. I just want to see it. Yeah, yeah. It I think sucks as this just, might have been his best chance. Outside of 2018, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think overall, I think it's just too... I think overall it's just too much. I just don't see... I don't know. Putting Devin Booker in that type of moment in the NBA Finals, it's it's going to be hard. It's going to be really, really, really difficult for that whole team. Now, granted, they got a squad, though. They got Jay Crowder. You got big-time shooters. You have... The pieces are there. You have a lot of... You have a good amount of 3 and D talents. They're a good squad. Yeah. But Brooklyn is just too talented. And you're right. And the closer we can get to James Harden winning a title, the closer we can get James Harden back to Houston to play with Cade Cunningham and the Houston Rockets. <laughs> Jesus. We still got what we still got a month until the, the draft lottery. I'm already stressing about it. Oh, I'm oh I'm super stressing. Knowing our luck, we're not gonna get them. we're not even gonna get a top four pick. Knowing the way that the Houston operates. But you never know. If we can keep our good thoughts forward. So uh, we're all in agreement in terms of Brooklyn winning the title. That's where we conclude our bracket. You'd have to and you're good with that? You're happy with your picks? I'm good. <laughs> I'm confident. 
I'm confident in everything except for Phoenix, <laughs> <laughs> which is like the key component because they're the they're my Western they're my Western winners. <laughs> hey, dude, that's that's an admirable pick. Uh, yeah, I think I went more like just yeah, straight well, you narrow. Realistic. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm outside of like, um, what is it? Shoot, like Utah, but you know, Utah should eliminate the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, well, they should. It, look, look. Look, GM, it's a seven-game series all around. You're not it's not how it was in the nineties. You're not playing a five-game series. It's not like the sweet sixteen where it's like one and one and done, like just like the playing tournament. Yeah. God, if it was one and done, anything can happen. You know what I mean? Like LeBron could easily have a bad game. True. And get knocked out. True. That's what that's what I was thinking, you know, when they were down fifteen at one point to the Golden State Warriors, I was thinking, I was like, man, that's right. LeBron always takes he LeBron always takes game ones easy. Because yeah. he's more or less Kind of deciphering the defense. He's more or less kind of scouting and saying that's why he doesn't really play. You notice all of his game ones. He doesn't really play all out. He plays great, but overall, yeah. he's kind the, of seeing what the team does, and then he's like, "All right, cool. We get, can we can afford a he loss." He gets here. stronger as the series that's progresses, what I'm saying, and that's, what, that's he's what, he's basically like a prize fighter, you know, like a Muhammad Ali who got stronger as the fight um, got further into the later rounds. That's what I see as a LeBron. It's a testament. You know? It's a testament to his greatness. Absolutely. Yeah. So, with that said, uh, we're gonna go ahead and go, we're gonna go go yeah we're gonna go ahead and go home here on the pod. GM, thank you once again for being my co-host, my brother from the same mother, and just uh you know c- coming on for now thirty one and counting. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know the. We we we've made it thus far. Let's uh let's 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 go further. You know, <laughs> let's keep going. You know why not? You know, and 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 like I said, uh, when I when I capped off the last episode, uh, here's my cheap plug for a uh, Rehil Ramzanali episode thirty. Be sure to check that out. Uh, I said, you know, even though that the NBA the Rocket season is over, there is good times ahead. There's, you know, you have the draft lottery, you have the draft coming up, you do have free agency, and then, you know, you, you have the hopes of an NBA of an NBA season. Now, are we winning a title? No. Next year, no. Next few years, probably not. Uh, but there's a lot of excitement for who's going to be the next cornerstone piece for the Rockets. Are we going to find the next James Harden somewhere? You never know. So there's always that possibility, and. That, I think that's all we can hope for. You'd have to agree, right? Yeah, that's that's that is it, honestly. Anything to say before we go home on the pod? No, just hopefully Golden State wins today because I really don't want Memphis to win. I want to see an exciting playoffs, and Me I too. hope that Golden State can take it to Utah. I want Golden State to knock out Utah. So, yeah, Golden State, this is for my for my bracket. Just please advance. <laughs> I need you to win. I need you to win tonight, so you can knock out Utah because I hate Utah with a burning passion let's see how it goes man we'll definitely see how it goes thank you once again for listening thank you gm for coming on i really appreciate it thank you sir and of course big thank you to our listeners that have been continuing to support us from day one continuing to support the podcast our podcast the gm and the commissioner from day one all the way back in 2015 and continuing to listen listening to the revival the reboot of it now so we definitely appreciate that and be on the lookout because as we talk about reboot and we talk about uh bringing it back we're going to talk about in a future episode we're going to be talking about our roots and where we come from in our podcast and where me and the gm have found our passion for basketball be on the lookout for that as well it's going to be a great episode uh be sure to follow us on instagram if you already aren't at summit state of mind underscore pod i'll say it again at summit state of mind underscore pod we are so close to 100 followers please get us there please 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 we know all of you guys uh we're 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 maybe a little few in numbers but we definitely have a very passionate uh group that has definitely uh been forming in our podcast which we really really appreciate but we want to continue growing we want to get bigger so go ahead and give us a follow there uh you know subscribe continue to listen to us at the big three uh, apple podcast spotify amazon music google we are we are available on every available platform uh, podcast platform that is out there so be sure to check us out there be sure to check out also all the wonderful podcasts out there snt pod be sure to check them out as well as the sports trap podcast that covers uh other stuff that isn't just uh houston rockets related as well be on the lookout for future episodes this is episode 31 as we continue to march on uh like we said or uh, like i said before in a past episode 
don't you guys worry. It was a tough season, but there's more good things ahead, especially with the draft coming up. And you better be sure, and you better uh, recognize that the GM and the commission are definitely going to be at the forefront of that. We are going to keep you updated. We're going to be keeping you informed on every step that the Rockets take going into the draft. Maybe we'll do a live pod. You never know. We'll see what comes up. Remember, every Tuesday, a new episode comes out. Tuesday, you know what that means. A brand new episode of the Summit State of Mind. So be on the lookout for that as well. With this pandemic going on, we understand that vaccines are coming around. They're slowly opening up the city. We are slowly seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. But continue, please, to wear masks because not everyone is vaccinated just yet. Continue to wear masks. Continue to wash your hands for 20 seconds. Be sure to take care of yourselves and, most importantly, take care of each other. Be on the lookout for a future episode. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We thank y'all for the support from day one all the way to episode 31 and continuing forward. We appreciate it. We love y'all and we appreciate it. Once again, take care. The Summit for, 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 for Life.